Hey guys, welcome to the latest episode of this Unbelievable Life. We are so excited to have longtime wedding vendor friend, Whitney Muncy of Local Shop Emerald Design back with us today. And since she's a repeat guest, we're just going to dive into her topic today of tips for choosing your wedding flowers. Whitney, take it away. Uh, yeah, thanks for having me. So I've been doing wedding flowers for nine years. So I have done hundreds of weddings um, of all different sizes and shapes and themes. Um, and so the biggest tip I have for couples who are looking for the wedding flowers is to be flexible because you are working with a live product. So sometimes things are not available. Like, you know, if I have people who come for me and the to me and say like, oh, I really want peonies. And I'm like, well, they're it's September. And so, you know, that's something that we have in May and June. Um, but, you know, most florists um, are really willing to work with you and find something that works with your style. So, you know, if someone says, oh, I want a peony in the fall, and I'm like, well, you can use a Cremone or a Dahlia and get that similar look. And so the same type of thing, I have people who will say, you know, oh, I want this. And I'm like, well, technically, even if it is available, doesn't always mean it looks great. Like anemones are a popular flower for weddings that you'll see all over Pinterest. And those are the usually white, but they come in color too with the black centers. And so they're technically a spring flower. And while I can get them all year round, they don't look really good in the late summer and early fall. So I don't like to use those those time of years. And so that's what a florist can help you with is they can help you find something that looks better and still gives you the style that you're wanting. You really should think about the overall style and the color palette more than your individual types of flowers. Um, another thing I notice with couples is um, they they don't they come in and they're like, well, I don't know what to do. You know, I've never done this. It's like, that's not your job. That's okay. <laughs> um, it's fine if you don't know what you need to do. But um, just to, you can do a little bit of basic homework ahead of time. So the general rule is 15 to 20% of your overall wedding budget goes towards your flowers. So if you're wanting a high floral event, you're going to want to go that 20, maybe even put push it to 25, depending on what you're wanting. But also just think about your numbers. So, if, you know, if you're having four bridesmaids versus 10 bridesmaids, that's a cost difference. Um, if you're going to have um, your guest list makes a, a big difference with your overall wedding budget too, because, you know, then you're getting a table and a tablecloth and a meal and an invitation and everything. You're also getting a centerpiece. So, you know, if you're going to have 30 tables at your event versus 15, that's a difference too. And if you can think like, well, um, a table centerpiece costs this much, and then just do that basic math for you. So I know for us, our table centerpieces are often, um, there's a huge range, but um, about 90 seems to be a pretty common um, for a low centerpiece for us. And so, you know, if you're having 15 tables, then just do that math of 90 times 15, and that's your centerpieces that you want to have there. So, uh, yeah, there's a lot of things that go into it, but definitely your florist is there to help answer all those questions for you. You don't have to come in knowing, oh, I want this and this and these flowers. That's our job. So, you don't, we take that work off of you. Um, so, you know, you can do that too. And then some people come for, to a florist just to get a few things and that's perfectly normal too. And you're like, well, can I just get my bridesmaid, but my bouquet and my bridesmaid bouquets and boutonnieres? It's like, yeah, yeah, we can do that too. You don't have to do everything. You know, some people want to DIY their centerpieces or DIY other reception decor. And that is totally normal too. You can pick and choose what works best for you and your fiance. 
So over the years, and especially through the magazine and us working together, I've seen just a lot of different, essentially, flowers at weddings. So you mm -hmm. would have your bouquet, you would have boutonnieres. But give us a good rundown of other standard places and maybe some non-traditional places that people put flowers. Yeah, so we usually break ours into personal ceremony and reception flowers. Your personal flowers are the things that you're going to carry or wear. So that's a bridal bouquet, bridesmaid bouquets, um, corsages. Most of the time, moms will wear a wrist corsage. Sometimes they'll carry a bouquet, sometimes do a pen corsage. And it's up to you where you kind of draw that line. So sometimes they'll have grandmothers wear corsages too, or um, a reader or some like a, something else that's happening during the ceremony. Same with boutonnieres. So you could it could just be the groom. You could also include the groomsmen. You can include dads and grandpas and ushers. You get to choose where that line is. And I usually just kind of try to tell couples, what do you think is important? Like, would your grandmother want to wear a corsage or is it not a big deal to her? So, um, and then for flower girls, we do lots of different things. So um, I, I have made headbands. I've made flower crowns. Um, we can also just do give loose flowers that they can put in their hair. And that goes for wedding party too, brides and bridesmaids. Um, so those are your personal flowers. Then at a ceremony, uh, we do more and more outdoor weddings. I would say like nine years ago, I did more um, ceremonies in churches, but now we're doing so many outdoor weddings or more people are choosing to have their ceremony and reception all in one venue. Um, so with that, it depends on your space. If we are doing something in a church, a lot of times we'll do something on the altar or in front of the altar. I usually like to steer couples towards having something on either side of them instead of in the middle, because if it's in the middle, you're going to be standing in front of it during the ceremony anyway. So having something flanking you, um, if it's an outdoor, we can do like an arch, an arbor type of thing. Um, you can do things on the aisle, but that's up to you. I tend to notice most people will spend their bigger budget at the reception than the ceremony because you're spending more time at the reception anyway. The ceremony is a short part, but other things that can go in the ceremony or the reception space, a lot of people do signage, you know, a welcome sign, um, a table arrangement sign, you know, with your um, guest list and who's sitting at what table. So you can do flowers on those signs. Um, uh, we've done some entry and kind of memory tables, and that could be at the ceremony or reception with engagement photos, family photos, things like that. And so that's always nice to put something small, you know, it could just be some candles, or it could be an arrangement, or if you want to go big, and have something a really like a statement piece when you walk in, then that's always a fun thing to do too. Um, one thing I usually don't say is don't put anything on the gift table because it's more likely to get knocked over. <laughs> but um, inside your reception area, so you've got your head table and that's up to you and your, and your fiance about, do you wanna have a sweetheart table? And just for the two of you, or are you gonna have a head table? For a sweetheart table, we'll often put something on the front of the table that kind of drapes down over it. Um, for a head table, we, if everyone's sitting all on one side and facing out, we can do something similar, but more often I've noticed now we're having tables, the king table they're called, where those tables are pushed together and then the, the wedding party is facing each other. So we could do something down the center. So there's lots of things with that. 
And with centerpieces, you can do high centerpieces, low centerpieces. We do lots of things with candles where we're tucking the candles around. But um, it kind of depends on your venue. There's some venues that are just really beautiful and they don't need a whole lot because they're beautiful on your own. And really the flower should enhance the wedding and not overwhelm it. Um, but I know I personally think that you can make a big impact with a statement piece and you can go smaller on something else. So, you know, if you want to walk in and if you have the sweetheart table, that's right when people walk in, we can do something on the floor and do something around you in a statement. And then we can do something smaller on the tables. And um, I, I think that that just makes a really big impact um, for people when they're choosing where to put different things. Um, also just another, just a couple like random thoughts on the matter. Um, corsages for the people at your cake table um, is another great one because a lot of times they're special aunts or family members mm -hmm. and you want them to feel included too. So don't forget about those people at your cake table. And then two, you know, you can always add flowers to your cake as well. So that's something, you know, that can be ordered through someone like Whitney and mm -hmm. delivered to the, the cake person ahead of time that they will assemble all of that on site. So there's so much you can do with your flowers at your wedding. And I am so grateful again for Whitney coming back on. We can't wait to have her on for even more episodes, but thank you for taking the time out of your day to, to tell us these things. And if anybody has any questions, they can reach out to her, you know, by phone, by website, by social media, but also go into her amazing Evansville shop. It is absolutely the cutest. Yeah, um, and they have you. so many things that you can check out there. So Whitney, thank you again so much. And I appreciate everybody listening to this latest episode of this unbelievable life. I wish you all a blessed and fabulous rest of the day.